0: Welcome to Squirrel Speak, a podcast where two siblings with massive amounts of unmedicated ADHD talk about whatever the heck we want. My name's Katie, and that's Chris, and this is our show. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Squirrel Speak. My name is Katie, and I'd just like to say uh, thank you for uh, tuning in and listening to our little show. This week's episode of Squirrel Speak is going to be a little bit different than normal. Chris was unable to make it this week for a recording, so it's just me. Um, I hope that's okay with everybody. I'm a little bit nervous to be here by myself, but I think if we hang in there together, it's going to be great. So since it's just me this week, I figured I'd start off with a little story time. Um, to get the ball rolling, I guess. So... After our first week's episode, I had a couple people reach out uh, wanting to know what exactly happened to my back and why it broke and like how it broke and stuff. Because um, I don't think we went into detail. I think I just mentioned that um, it was a skating accident. But uh, I figured since some of you guys were interested, I might as well just tell you the whole story. Um,. So what happened was um, Wesley and I decided to start roller skating together back in October, I think is when we started. Um, I've always loved skating. I used to do it when I was in high school, recreationally, um, somewhat often. And then when I was living in California, working at Disney, I started refereeing for a roller derby. So I've always loved skating. And then just in recent years, I kind of fell out of it. Um, But I wanted to take it up again. And I brought it up to Wesley and he was interested in learning. He's never really skated before. He was never really um, a skater like growing up or anything like that. So we decided to start skating together. And um, I skate on roller skates. So that's like the two wheels in the front side-by-side side and the two wheels in the back side-by-side. Side. Um, they're called roller skates or quad skates, depending on who you talk to or who you ask. Um, that's what I skate on. Wesley likes to skate on blades. Those are the classic like inline skates that you used to see all the time in the 90s and early 2000s. That's what he likes to skate on. And So we've been skating together for the last couple months. We really, really love it. Um, Wesley has gotten so much better. It's insane. I was getting better at the beginning and then I kind of plateaued for a little bit, which is fine. I mean, that happens. Um, but yeah, he's improved so much over all that time. He was originally going to learn how to skate on the quad skates. Um, he was using an old pair of mine, uh, because fun fact, Wesley and I, did I even tell you who Wesley was? I'm so sorry. Let me back up a little bit. Wesley is my boyfriend. Um, We've been together for the past five and a half years. I love him to death. We actually live together now, um, which is awesome. So when I talk about Wesley, it's my boyfriend. Don't think I've ever mentioned that on the show. So I just want to let you know. He's great. Um, So, yeah, originally when we were starting to skate, I was going to be skating on rollerblades. I bought brand new rollerblades to to skate on because I wanted to get, I was already decent on quad skates. I wanted to get a little bit better on rollerblades to be more versatile. And he was going to learn how to skate on an old pair of quad skates that I had. But on like our second day of skating together, he fell pretty hard on his butt. And, uh, when he did, he completely tore the skate apart, which sounds a lot worse than it was. Like he didn't, he, he was, like, a little sore and he had some bruising from the fall. But, like, no broken bones, no sprained ankles or anything like that. Nothing like that. They were just a really old pair of roller skates that I bought at a thrift store. So, when he fell, like, the entire shoe ripped away from the sole of the skate. Um And they were ruined. <laughs> you can't skate on ripped skates. So, he... When he fell, he was asking if he could try my rollerblades. And I said, sure. And he ended up liking it better. So from then on out, he just... Those brand new rollerblades I bought for myself um, ended up... I just gave them to him. I was like, you can have them. And I bought myself a pair of really cute roller skates. Because I figured... If I'm already decent at it, let's just get really good. And I could, like... I've always had, like, this, like pipe dream of like being a really good like jam skater you know like how you see like on the boardwalks and stuff in like california like the girls who just like roller skate and they just look like they're like flawless at it i want to be that so i was like that's fine if you want to skate on rollerblades take these ones they're brand new they fit you good it's great um because we have the same shoe size which is kind of it's kind of nice, actually, because, like, we have pretty similar tastes. We like like Vans and, and Converse. So, um, recently, my cousin is having a baby, and he had a gender reveal party, and Wesley was on Team Boy, which, side note, I'm not a big fan of gender reveal parties. I think that they're... Whatever. You know, like, you're having a baby. As long as it's healthy, that's all... You- personally I'm like that's all that matters so the gender of the baby doesn't matter anyway but that's besides the point uh we were going to the gender reveal gender reveal party and uh he was team boy so he was wearing blue a blue shirt and blue jeans and he's like hey can I borrow your blue converse so I could be all blue and I was like yeah um which has nothing to do with the original story I was talking about See, I swear, I'm not lying about the ADHD thing. My brain just jumps from one topic to the next, to the next, to the next. And it's really hard to keep up sometimes when you're talking to me. So I'm sorry if it gets confusing while I'm trying to tell this story. That's going to happen probably a lot. Anyway, what was I saying about we have the same shoe size? So he took my skates and I bought new skates. Um, It's a pair. It's a, a company I've wanted to buy from. For a long time. They're called Impala Skates. They really blew up during the pandemic. I just want to say, even though I bought my Impala skates during the pandemic, I've been looking at their store for like the past year and a half before the pandemic. I've known about them. So I, I'm not following a trend. I promise. I had been looking at them for a while. They also do inline skates, which is originally why I found that brand, is because I was looking to get a pair of really cute inline skates, like not the basic looking ugly ones. Uh, but anyway, so I ordered myself some new Impala skates and we were skating together uh, and we were having a blast. We tried to do it every day, uh, which proved to be impossible very early on. Cause right when we started skating, um, my car broke down and I had to get a new car. So there was a few days where I was busy dealing with that. So we weren't able to skate. And then my doggy got really sick. And so I had to take care of him and we weren't able to skate around then. And then I ended up getting Bell's palsy, um, back in the end of December, like mid to end December. Um, which if you don't know what Bell's palsy is, it's where, um, the nerves in your face, um, like stop working. So, one side of your face will freeze and it won't move, and it is triggered by excessive stress. I have severe anxiety. Um, and between the trying to roller skate, managing my TikTok account, and working two jobs, trying to find a new car, taking care of my dog like all that stuff going on, um, I ended up getting Bell's palsy. Uh, So I was down and out dealing with that for a while. Um, My face is back to normal now. Sometimes it's permanent. I was lucky enough to be able to get back to normal. But yeah. Anyway, my point is we weren't able to skate every day like we were planning to, but we still skated often and we were getting really good at it. Um, And so at one family gathering, Chris, uh, my brother... Um, was like, hey, would you ever be interested in going to the skate park? And I was like, yeah, I, I'd i love to try the skate park. Like, I'm scared of it. But, like, I'm not opposed to it. And Wesley was down, because he likes... he If he enjoys something, he's going to try. He's always about trying new things. Like, it doesn't... He, he'll... Yeah. He'll try new things if you ask him to. Um, so... We went to the skate park with Chris one, um, one night. So when we go to the skate park, the reason we go to the specifics, we go to a specific skate park. And the reason for that is um, my dad and his girlfriend, uh, they do tennis lessons. And at this park where they do tennis lessons, there's a skate park right next door to it. Uh, not right next door. Like you can literally like from the bowl... Like the top of the bowl at the skate park, you can see the tennis courts because they're right across the sidewalk from each other. Um, So that's why we started going to the skate park is because it was an excuse to like hang out with our dad. Um, Like we would get dinner afterwards, but it's also an excuse to skate, which we love doing. And Chris um, likes to skate. I think we mentioned that in the first episode. Chris likes to skate on a skateboard. He always has ever since he was a kid love to skate on a skateboard. So I'm going to lay down because I feel like that's more comfortable. Yeah. I was sitting up. It was starting to hurt my back. You can't see me anyway, though, because this is a podcast. So I don't know why I'm telling you that. Sorry. Again, with my brain jumping a mile a minute. What was I talking about? We were at the skate park and our first time we went, Wesley and I were both kind of me, especially me more than Wesley. We're kind of scared to try things. So we just stuck with, like, simple, like, ramps. Like, the straight ramps, no curve, not super steep. And, like, my goal was just to be able to do that one thing. And we did it! And I felt really... I mean, it was literally nothing. Like, it wasn't, like, a big feat or anything like that. Like, it wasn't a cool trick that I did. It was just a little thing. But I felt so like, good about myself afterwards. I felt cool um, for going at the skate park with my roller skates on, you know? And so, literally the day after that, Wesley and I, I I was hooked. So Wesley and I went to our local skate park, like, around the corner in our neighborhood. And it became, like, a thing for a while where... That's what we did, was go to the skate park after work. So, like, after I would get off of work, I would come home, pick Wesley up, and then we'd go to the skate park together. And skate for, like, an hour, hour and a half. Uh, And it was, like, not an everyday thing, but it happened, like, multiple times during the week. Um, And it was just, like, a thing we did. And... Wednesdays is what we did, um, the big skate park. We called it, like, our skate park, or the El Mirage Park. And then there was the, the big skate park, where we skated on Wednesdays. And, sorry, I just, like, spaced out hardcore for a second. Uh, so on Wednesdays we went to the big skate park, and all the other times we went to... The smaller skate park. And um, like a sec- our second or third Wednesday, there was like this hill, like drop in into the bowl. Like it wasn't like a drop in, because it wasn't like a vertical drop in with like a harsh edge at the top. It was kind of like you-, you would like roll up one side a little bit and then roll down the other side. And it like wasn't super steep, it was curved a little bit, but it wasn't, like, insanely steep, and I was watching people, like, I was standing there, like, watching people go down this, and I was like, I want to try that. I want to do it. And Chris is like, I can do it. And so, like, he was scared to do it, too, but he's like, I'm going to try it anyway. So he just, like, skated as fast as he could up the shorter side and then down the, the, like, taller side into the bowl, and he did it. And I was like, oh, man... I want to do it, but Chris Chris was like, if you're going to do it, you need to start over here and go up and over. Don't start at the top because you'll psych yourself out. And so I stood there for like the rest of the time we were there that night and never did it. I psyched myself out. I couldn't do it. So fast forward to next week when we went on Wednesday, Chris wasn't there with us. It was just Wesley and I, and then my dad and his girlfriend were practicing tennis and we were skating, having fun, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the big hill. I'm going to do it. Um, so I waited my turn. And then I tried to skate up the one shorter side. And I couldn't do it. I didn't put enough power into it. And I fell down. I tried that like four times before I actually like didn't fall down. And so finally, it was my turn again. And I... Just gave it, like, all the speed, all the power I could, um, to get up the small side of the hill, over the top, and then cruise down the bottom. And I did it. And I did it, and it was great. I didn't fall. I didn't wobble. Like, I didn't even come close to falling when I came down, like, the taller part. Because it's not necessarily steep, but because it's so tall, you gain a pretty good amount of speed, right? Um... And I did it without wobbling or anything. Like, you know, when you take a big hill the first time, you're you're probably going to wipe out a couple times. I didn't. I mastered it. It was perfect. It was, like, so good. And I felt like a real skater. You know what I mean? Like, not just, like, like I, I wasn't doing kiddie stuff anymore. Like, I did this, like, drop in to the bowl. And it was deep. And it was like, it's, I'm five, seven, the top of this thing, this wall was like at least a half a foot taller than me. Okay. It was like a pretty big deal. It was a big, maybe it wasn't that tall. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but it was, it is taller than me. I just don't know that it's that much taller. It's big. It's tall. Okay. Um, So I did it, and it was great. And I was like, okay, I did it. I don't need to do it again this time, because I was scared to try it again after that. Um, Whatever. So Wesley and I were just, like, skating around, doing our own thing, whatever. And I was taking a break, and I was sitting up top. The skate park has, like, levels to it, if that makes sense. I don't know how to describe it, because... I'm new to park skating, so I don't really know what like everything is called, but I was sitting up on like this flat ledge, um, staring at the tall thing that I was skating on. I was like taking a break. So sitting down, um, and so the tall part that I went over, um, like sticks out further than the rest of like the rim of the bowl. So, like, where I was sitting was, like, further down from that spot and by another part of the bowl. Right? So, I was staring at it for a long time, and I was thinking, I kind of want to do this again. The big drop-in I did. I was like, I kind of want to do it again just to make sure, like, it wasn't a fluke. Like, I can actually do it, right? Right? So sitting there, and Wesley came and sat with me. He's like, "Hey, are you good? Like, you've been sitting here for a while." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just thinking." Um, and I asked him, I was like, "This spot where I'm sitting, do you think it's steeper than the place I went over last time?" And he looked at it for a while. He's like, "No, I don't think it looks steeper. I think it looks about the same." And I was like, "That's what I was thinking too. I was just trying to decide." He's like, "Why are you going to do it again?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna drop it again. I just don't like." there was a lot of people going in the spot that I had been going, that I had gone in the first time. So I was like, I'd rather drop in over here. Cause this, it's not like a, like a fish bowl. not, not a fish bowl. It's not like a, like a swimming pool. Like it's pretty wide open bowl with like lots of exits and stuff. So it's like, you don't take turns in the bowl. Like it's not one person at a time in the bowl. Like there's several people going At the same time, you just got to watch out for each other, right? So I didn't want to go over there where those guys were because I'd have to wait for my turn there. I was going to drop in right where I was sitting. So I wouldn't have to wait, you know, or be in anybody's way. And so Wesley and I both decided that it wasn't steeper than the other spot. So I stood up and I stood on top of it. Which is exactly what Chris told me not to do. Remember, Chris told me to go from the other side, go up and over so that I don't have to think about it or psych myself out by staring down into the bowl. I didn't listen. I stood there for, like, an eternity, staring into the bowl. Like, contemplating whether or not I should try it again. And finally I was like, you know what, I'm going for it. But here's the thing. I went for it, but I was not ready for it. And if you skate, you kind of know what I'm talking about it when I say I wasn't ready for it. I was not in my right stance. So I was standing straight up. When you drop into the bowl, you want to have your knees extremely bent. Not extremely bent, but, you know, ready to take on the impact of, like, the drop-in, you know? Um... And I did not do that. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't standing right. I wasn't like mentally or physically prepared for the ball. So I went in. And I went down. Hard. Wesley was sitting there watching me. Because he's supportive like that. And he said. That I hit the ground on my butt. So hard that I bounced several times. Like a skipping stone. Is what he said. Um, And it fucking hurt so bad. I immediately, like, I didn't pass out, but, like, my vision went, like, completely black for, like, half a second. And then when I could see things again, all I could think is, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I was, like, like, consciously trying to get a breath in or out something for like 30 seconds. And I'm not exaggerating about that. It was a long time before I could actually like make myself grunt just to get airflow. Um, Which Wesley, he's um, a nursing student. He's almost graduated now. Um, He explained it to me that when I hit the ground so hard, all my organs from the impact shifted upwards and therefore like collapsed my lungs to the point where I couldn't get air in and out. Um, so I sat there in the middle of the bowl for like a solid three to five minutes, which sucks because I was down in the middle of the bowl and nobody could do anything. I had all these skater guys coming up to me and giving me advice, like putting my hands above my head to like open my airways, be able to breathe. Um, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, I had Wesley take off my skates for me while I sat there and drink water. And... uh Walked it off. I got up, walked away, and I said, I'm done for the night after that. um, I'm going to be really sore tomorrow after a fall like that. Um, But I told Wesley, I was like, you keep skating if you want to. I'm going to go put my skates away in the car and then go watch my dad practice tennis. And so we did that. I put my skates away. I I can't remember if Wesley went back and skated or not. I think he did. I think he skated some more. Uh, I went and watched my dad play tennis. And then when we went to leave, we had all driven together that night in my dad's car. Sometimes we take two separate cars to the skate park, but that night we all went together in his car. And um, getting into that car that night was excruciatingly painful. My back was really sore and my chest was burned. It hurt so bad and we drove to get dinner and I cried the whole car ride. Um from the pain. It hurt really bad. Um but so like the next day I tried to go to work. It was not a smart idea. I was in excruciating pain the whole time. Like picking up I drove myself, which was stupid. Um, I drove myself to work and like picking up my foot from like the gas pedal to the brake pedal was like bringing tears to my eyes. It hurt so bad. So I ended up taking the rest of the day off and, um, over the weekend, I started to feel a little bit better. This happened on February 10th is when the fall happened. Um, So I gave myself a few days to like, you know, heal up from the fall. And then on Valentine's Day, Wesley and I went roller skating because that's what we like to do together. And it was a cheap date. We packed a little picnic, went to the park and ate our picnic and then roller skated together. And it was fun. We it was a really nice time, you know, good Valentine's Day, sweet, cute. We were we wore matching roller skating t shirts and like the whole nine yards. Um and then a couple weeks after that, my friend Cameron came to visit from California. And uh, again, I was out roller skating on my skates and teaching her how to roller skate, telling her not to be afraid of falling and stuff. And at the same time, I was working my job, which at my job, um, I work with special needs students, um, who need like these, the students I work with are so like, they have so many cognitive issues that we have to help with diapering and dressing and feeding and all the nine yards, right? So there's some times in my job where I have to lift my student and the student I work with is the same, roughly the same size as me. He's heavy. Um, I'm strong. Yeah. Um, so I'm able to lift him. Um, and he had a quite a few meltdowns um, in the the couple weeks after my big fall. And I was lifting him, moving him. He would... He likes when he's really upset, he will body check me like like a hockey player does, you know. Um, So I was putting up with all of that. I was roller skating and doing all this stuff. Um, And my back was like sore, like it was better. But it wasn't like normal. So I decided that I should go see a chiropractor. Which was not my best decision. So I did some research. I found one with good reviews. So I started going there. I'm not going to call them out. Um, the doctor asked me what happened. First of all, when I go to this appointment, this doctor did not wear a mask. Like this happened. I started seeing him like the second half of February 2021, 20, like, we're we're still in the pandemic. There is still a mask mandate for our entire county where I live. Like, he, sh- he didn't wear a mask. So that was weird, I thought, but it didn't, like, I'm not bothered if you don't wear a mask around me. I think you should, but I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not, like, gonna throw a fit about it. So I was like, whatever. Um, so he started to adjust me and he's like, yeah, your fall messed up your back. Um, it's all crooked or whatever, but we'll get it fixed. And I was like, great, cool. Um, and so he started doing chiropractic work. He did not x-ray me before he started popping my bones. Um, which is important to remember because my story's not over. Um, So, yeah, he started popping my bones and stuff, and I saw him three times. Three times over the next, like, three weeks. And the first time I went, he popped my back, and I felt so great. It felt so good. Like, he popped my back, and it was instant relief. Right? And then the soreness came, started to, like, come back again the next couple days, and I was like, okay, I just need another adjustment. Went back the second time, and it hurt a little bit when he popped my bones. He did exactly the same thing as the first time, but it hurt a little bit. It wasn't as, like, it was relief, but, like, the pain started to happen, like, while I was still at the appointment. And then the third time I went, he popped my back, and it just hurt, just straight up hurt. Like, it didn't feel better at all. Um, last time I went to see him was on Friday in March. I don't know the exact date. Anyway, so he, he, I saw him on Friday, went to dinner with my mom that night. And then two days later, we had like a big family dinner at my mom's house and we were playing board games and stuff. And she wanted, she or Michaela or Chris or somebody wanted to go for a walk. So we were going to go for a walk and me being me. And Wesley being Wesley, we were like, okay, we'll go for the walk, but we're not going to walk. We're going to skate, right? Because we really like skating and we try to do it as much as possible. Really quick, I just wanted to insert a trigger warning. Um, In the next uh, few minutes, I'm going to start talking about my um, visit to the hospital. Um, I'll be talking about uh, severe anxiety and panic attacks and things like that if you find something like that uncomfortable go ahead and skip to the 40 minute mark of the episode. we're skating we're headed towards a park that's got a basketball court so Wesley and I have a big place to skate like a big open smooth space to skate and we're skating and we're uh, I was like in the bike lane on the road. And I decided I wanted to ride on the line, like the painted line, because skating on paint is like the smoothest thing ever. It's it's so nice. Um, so I had one foot directly in front of the other, riding the line, and I tripped on a tiny rock. The tiniest rock. Such a small rock, you couldn't even see it if you looked for it. Kind of rock. And I tripped on it with my front foot, and then my back foot caught on my front foot, so like there was no... There was no saving me. Like, I was, I was falling. Like, I couldn't not fall. And um, I fell straight on my face. On, like, on my face. Blood, face. It knocked the wind out of me, so I immediately put my hands up. Wesley also yelled out to me. He's like, remember, put your hands up above your head. And uh, I did, and I immediately passed out. And apparently, while I was unconscious, I started seizing. Um, Wesley did not see that part. He was ahead of me when that happened. My mom saw it and apparently started yelling at Wesley to start calling 911. Um, Also, nobody had their phone on them when this happened, except for Wesley. My mom didn't. My Grammy, Michaela. Michaela wasn't with us. She was at the house still. But Chrissy didn't have a phone. I didn't and even if I did I don't think my mom would have thought to look for one in my pockets or anything. But anyway, so they called 911. My mom Wesley said he was really impressed with her because he got me into the recovery position really fast. Um but anyway, I woke up like it felt like I was waking up from a nap. Like I was dreaming vividly. I don't remember what it was. I forgot it immediately as soon as I woke up, but I was on the ground. There was, was, my mouth was bleeding. I was spitting up blood because I don't like the taste of it, you know? And my mom's like shaky and freaking out and like talking on the phone. And I hear her saying, I don't know the phone number to this phone. It's her boy. It's, it's my daughter's boyfriend's phone. So I start, I hear that. And I start repeating the number to her like over and over again. Like this is his number. Like tell them the phone number if they need it, she wasn't listening to me. Uh, but apparently that made my Grammy really happy because she w- she heard me say the phone number so she knew that I was like okay- okay-ish. <laughs> um, so anyway, the paramedics came. Um, they wanted to take me in the ambulance um, which was not a fun time. That was not a fun time for somebody with with severe anxiety and trauma from an abusive ex who. (sighs) I have issues with like choking because of an abusive ex, okay? And they put the plastic brace thing on me when they put me on the stretcher and I literally. What I did not like it, I did not like it, (laughs) and they won't take it off of you because you might have a. I hit my head on the pavement, like I could have a neck injury. Like I understand, and I like wasn't. I was trying my best to be as accommodating to the people who are helping me as possible, but it freaked me the fuck out. I did not did not like that. Also, due to COVID and stuff, nobody's allowed to ride in the ambulance with me. Um, So I had to do that all by myself. I didn't have Wesley there to help calm me down because he's really good at um, calming me down when I have a lot of anxiety. They also did not take me to the nearest hospital. They took me to one further away because of the type of injury I had. This hospital was better for it, I guess. Uh, That was a decision that they made talking to my mom, I guess, while I was being loaded up. Because I remember like sort of overhearing it. But I wasn't part of the conversation. So anyway, um, they took me to the hospital. I was not having a good time. The whole ride there, they were asking me questions and stuff. And I, I was answering them. And I was pretty proud of myself. Because for having a head injury, I was answering correctly. You know what I mean? Like, they were asking me, like, my birthday. My father's birthday. And I was getting all the answers right. Like they weren't telling me I was getting the answers right. Like I just know the information. So uh, that was kind of helping me like emotionally, like it was helping me with my anxiety because I was like, okay, I can answer these questions. I know who I am. I know where I am. I know we're going to the hospital, like uh, just, you know, walking through those steps, um, helped out a lot, but like, I would go from being like feeling relatively calm, and knowing what's going on and stuff to all of a sudden, like panic attack, full blown panic attack, because I would become really aware of the fact that, oh, my gosh, I'm in an ambulance right now. I am hurt. I'm bleeding from my mouth and from other places like my knee and stuff was scraped up pretty bad. Um, and then the collar thing, like I, I started to freak out initially because of just the situation and then I'd start to, like, get worked up, and then I felt like I couldn't breathe because I have this thing around my neck, and they wouldn't loosen it because I could have a neck injury, and it was just, it was a really, really, really bad time. The paramedics, by the way, were amazing. Amazing. There was a, a male um, EMT who was helping me out, and he... Um, he let me hold his hand and stuff. And he was really good at talking me down, which since Wesley is kind of my, I'm getting emotional right now because it, I, I was so like, I was such a wreck with my anxiety, like such a wreck. And he helped out so much. Like it meant a lot to me. So it makes me emotional thinking about it, you know? Um, Sorry if that sounds stupid, but anyway, the I'm going to stop talking about the ambulance right cuz I feel like I've been talking about it forever. But it was long and miserable and then it only got worse from there for my anxiety cuz then once I got to the hospital, there's a million people all around me. I'm all disoriented cuz I'm laying flat on my back. So like all the lights and stuff are like in my eyes and you're being rolled around on a bed. And you can't really like, there's so many people around me and they're like turning corners and stuff. And I'm like, not sure which way is up and down anymore because I'm just so turned around and all these people asking me questions and asking the EMTs questions and yada, yada, yada. And then, um, um, I, I knew this from my friend had to be taken in in an ambulance when we were in high school and she told me about how they had to cut her clothes off in order to, like, you know, do whatever they had to do. And so, like, I had that running in the back of my head. And they're asking me questions. And then this one nurse is, like, doing something. And I'm like, I think they're cutting my clothes off. Which, again, past trauma. Did not like that. That did not go over very well. <sighs> it wasn't as bad as the neck thing. But it's still... Oof. Um, yeah. It was it was tough, um. But anyway, um, they did a CT scan. They did all kinds of stuff. I'm not sure. I think um one of the doctors said that they were going to give me a tetanus shot. I don't know why I needed a tetanus shot, but they gave me one. Um, and they had me on IV, and then they had me on oxygen too. For like half a second. Like they put it on me. And then it felt like they took it off right away. And I was like what was the point of that. But anyway. Um, they did a CT scan. And then they finally put me in an, in an ER room. And on the way there I told them. I want. I could only have one person come back. I wanted my mom in Wesley. Um, but. They said I had to choose. And I picked Wesley. Um, which is no offense to my mom. It's just. Wesley is in nursing school. And almost done. He's really good at explaining like the medical lingo to me when I don't know what's going on, um, and he's extremely, extremely, extremely good at helping me calm down when I'm extremely anxious. He knows. I mean, we've dated five and a half years at this point, so I wanted him. You know, like he knows. He knows me. Not that my mom doesn't know me. It's just he knows the anxiety side of me very well. Um, So anyway, he came back and it it felt better. And um, I could tell you everything that happened in the ER, but I'm not going to. Um, At one point in the night though, a doctor came in, like a doctor lady came in and she was like, so your CT scan shows that your brain is fine. And I was like, good. She said, but um, we did find That you have, uh, three compression compression fractures in your thoracic spine, Um, and I had another like piece of my bone, another like a piece of my vertebrae had broken off in my lumbar part of my spine. So, like, your lumbar is like your lower back, and then your thoracic is like your mid back. Um, so when she told me that she was like, it's T, I I don't remember exactly which ones it was. I think she said it was, um, vertebrae T four through six were the compression fractures. And I asked her, I was like, is that about where, like just below where your bra strap sits on your back? And she said, yes, it is. And I said, okay, that's not from this fall. That's from a fall that happened a month ago, because that's when I fell at the skate park. That's where I had been feeling pain that whole time. Going going to the chiropractor to try to fix it, resting all the time to try to fix it, and yada, yada, yada. And she's like, oh my gosh, how have you survived like with a broken back for a whole month? Um, so that was fun. They catch me overnight in the ER. Um, like to to keep an eye on me and to get me like they were going to fit me with a back brace. They couldn't do it till the morning. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how it broke. I broke it at a skate park, but I didn't know about it for an entire month. And then I found out because I tripped on a teeny tiny rock, uh, which is cool. Um, I really think, Uh, My best friend, Bailey, said this first, and I totally agree with her. Um, I think I fell on that rock on purpose. Like, the universe was like, hey, we're going to make you wipe out because your back's broken, you know? My back had been broken for a whole month, and I was just living life. Like, it was just going to get worse, and I would be really, really fucked up for a long time if, if I didn't fall when I did. And get to the ER and get checked out. So the injuries I, I I had from that second fall where I went to the ER were like nothing. I had a scrape on my knee, I had a cut lip, a few bruises here and there, but that was it. That was it. Um but if it wasn't for that fall, I would have never I would have never known that my back was broken. So now I'm you know, recovering pretty good. Um, I have to wear the brace at least through the end of May. I have another doctor's appointment at the end of May to see if I can stop wearing it. But the good news is I I won't need surgery for it, which is amazing considering all the bad things I did for that month. Like I did, I was working out with Wesley, going to work and, you know, lifting, transferring student, like, my student, and having him, like, beat me up and stuff, and then roller skating, like, normal, and all kinds of stuff with my broken back. So, it's amazing. I don't need surgery, and I don't even need physical therapy. I just have to wear the brace and take it easy as of right now, which is really, really lucky. I'm really grateful for that. So, yeah, I guess that's my story time. I don't know if I have anything else to say about it, um, I hope that wasn't boring to listen to and I hope it wasn't too triggering for those of you who have trauma and anxiety cause there were some things like, like the clothes and, and the, uh, plastic neck brace thing, uh, that really bothered me. So I hope it didn't bother you like hearing about it. Um, I'll have to like edit in a trigger warning before the story time but yeah that's what happened so that's the story of my back I hope it was boring um I feel like I just said this sorry if I'm reiterating myself um also um I just thought of when I fell at the skate park the first time and actually broke my back and we did nothing about it um Wesley checked me out uh, before I, like, stood up or anything, like, to make sure that I was okay and that, like, I didn't have anything, like, too bad happen or anything like that. Like, I looked and felt fine until I got into the car. Like, yeah. That's why we didn't think it was broken. Like, I was able to walk, I could get up, I could, like, get in and out of the car and stuff. It's just my butt was sore because I landed on my butt, but yeah. Fun times. Um. So yeah, thanks for listening to my story time. I hope it wasn't boring. I hope it was entertaining enough. Uh, normally our episodes are not like this at all. Uh, this is a, this is a little bit different setting because, like I said, Chris was unable to make it. So um, it was kind of last minute, too, that Chris wasn't able to make it. So I had to kind of improvise a solo episode. Uh, I feel like I did pretty good, though. Got some got some good time in. Uh, I hope it was just not boring to listen to only one person talk. And if it was, I'm sorry. But you're probably not listening still anyway, if you were bored. And if you are, why? I mean, thank you, but like, why? If you're bored. uh, Yeah. So, I think that's gonna be it for this week. Uh, I don't really feel like doing a nerd out with me because I have no one to nerd out with me since I'm going solo and Chris isn't here to do a conspiracy corner. So, I think that might be it. <laughs> You know what that sound means? It means it's time for our quote of the week. This week, the quote is, Time you enjoy wasting is not wasted. That's time you enjoy wasting is not wasted. I feel like that's a really nice quote. It's one that I like to live by. Um, I I heard this quote because it, it was a famous thing that John Lennon said. But I learned recently that he wasn't the first person to say it. There's actually been a lot of famous people who have, have used that quote. Uh, but I think it's really powerful, especially for someone like me. Um, I oftentimes feel anxious about what I do with my time because I spend a lot of time, you know, being a, a little nerdy girl. Um I, I, I spend a lot of time playing video games and watching TV and cosplaying and and going to Disneyland. And sometimes I I start to feel like I'm wasting my time. But then I remember this quote, time you enjoy wasting is not wasted. We're only around for for so long on this earth. We shouldn't worry about doing things where quote-unquote supposed to do we should worry more about doing things that we enjoy doing so that's what I want to leave you with this week time you enjoy wasting is never wasted don't worry about spending time on doing something you enjoy when you could be doing something else just enjoy doing what you like enjoy spending time doing the things you like So that's what my challenge is for you this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Squirrel Speak. Next week, Chris should be back with me. Um, And we'll have a normal comedy-filled episode. I'm sorry if the content was a little heavy this time around. Um, That's why we call ourselves a real podcast, not a comedy podcast, because we like to talk about real things on the show sometimes. Um, That's all from me, and um, I'll see you next week right here on Squirrel Speak.